I smoked weed. Did you? Yes. Yeah. So you're t- you have tons of energy. Yeah, but it's <laughs> it's slow moving. It's a it's a river, but it's a lazy one. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is maybe a creek at best. What's up, everybody? I'm Devin. What's up, I'm Mike. Uh, welcome to Our Sincerest Condolences. This is part two of uh, our previous episode a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So pretty excited. We're going to take an entirely different angle on this one. Um, but we still have our friend Cello with us. It's me. You know what we didn't do last time? What? Was, how do we know you? Uh, this is true. Oh. What, what kind of cool things do you do in the Denver music scene? Oh. No, I kind of like just being some rando. That okay. Can, no, I'm, I don't. I does, hate being random. Does that random French hella? Yeah. <laughs> random French She hangs out behind the dumpster of my building. Yeah. Yeah. She's around. Well, she's that's around. Because that's where I live. Uh, <laughs> just singing songs. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, just singing 311 songs. Oh, Which yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should have Who's got the herb? Um... <laughs> So, no, uh, my name is Chella Negra. I play music in Denver. I have a band called Chella and the Charm, mm-hmm. and I'm in a Black Sabbath tribute band named Nativity in Black. And um, I have friends with these guys. We yeah. drink. We drink. Yeah. In both of those bands, I, I love your music. And yeah. I'm glad we. I still, we haven't, so Suicide Kid just hasn't played with Chella and the Charm. No. And I, we really should. Because it would be so much fun to have, like, the drastic dichotomy. Yeah. Like, because Nativ- playing with Nativity in Black makes more, they're both heavy bands. Right. Uh, so it makes more sense. But Shell and the Charm is more singer-songwriter. Like, I guess, I don't know what you call yourself. Um, to me, it's like. Loot-based. Loot loot-based. <laughs> loot-based. Okay. Loot loot-based, yeah. Yeah. We, well, no, we are. You are, uh, you know. You mean loot like a loot cash, like a treasure chest? Like, like a toy's bigger. I mean. <laughs> like a big small set, give me the loot. <laughs> right. Yes, could it be? It could be the instrument, or it could be a booty. What if the instrument was booty? It always is. It always is. (laughs) You literally took the words out of my mouth. Well, I'm glad for people that are returning to this and are like, "Oh, that bitch again." Yes, yes. This bitch again. Opinions I still have. (laughs) So I think they they say that often when. Yeah, I think they say that when we open our mouths too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, I think people just no. say that when they see you, and I was going to be like, well, it's probably true, but you don't have to be so mean on a Saturday. Yeah, right, right. I'm too on po- the Sabbath I'm, of all this? I'm too, I'm too <laughs> podcast. On this day of rest, we choose to talk shit. Right. I'm two podcast beers deep now, dude. Right, nice. The gloves are coming off. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, yeah, this is um, an interesting episode. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is Lyrics You Love by Artists You Hate, and I had a hell of a time doing this because... I just don't put that much energy into things I don't like. And I think I took... We always kind of have a broad topic that we don't discuss in, de- in depth. And then we inevitably seem to take a slightly different approach to it. Which is fun. And Mike's like, oh, that was easy. I had no problem with this. <laughs> and I like stressed about it for two weeks. I'm actually really excited to bump some folks out. Yeah, right. <laughs> some hot takes on this one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This was easy for me because it was like I thought of... Like I said, I thought of like... Even bands I hate, usually, with the exception of something like 311 or... And I was going to say Limp Bizkit, but even Limp Bizkit has like one or two songs that I'm not angry about when they come on. <laughs> no. <laughs> so like, th- like, that's what made it easy for me. I was just like, what's, you know, what's the one song I like by that band? Sure. You know, I actually like, don't like any of the songs on here. That's not true. There's one I like. Um, 
It was just really hard for me to, to find something. I tried, I, I dug real deep into Megadeth and realized that all the lyrics are trash. All of them, from um, day one. Man's got riffs. Because even part of me was like, maybe Train the Consequences has some okay lyrics now. Um, all the early shit <laughs> no. is bad. I, I always think of the, the one Megadeth song I always really liked was um, the song from Bill and Ted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, was it in my darkest hour or something? Yeah, it was about yeah, right. yeah the song's yeah. rad, but I always think about him like, I saw my funeral that day. I know who didn't show the board. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God so damn funny. it. <laughs> like, God like, damn it. Delicate. Shut your mouth. Like, yes. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, it's no. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, you know what, though? I appreciate it, Megadeth, because like it's very much one man's vision. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. It's a one, and he is. he reads like weird sci-fi books. Yeah, and he's fucking libertarian ass metal. I'm here, I'm kind of here for it. What what what? Yeah, their music's never bad. What I like about Megadeth is you know, you you fail to mention cryptic writings. That was their load. Yeah. Yeah. What was the one where he's like, hello me, that's the real, what album was that? Uh, was it like Euthanasia maybe? It's yeah, like, yes, it dude, is. oh my god. It was like, picture the cover. Yeah, yeah. it was like really mid-90s, because they had a couple records and then dropped cryptic writings because he was out of ideas and he wrote a rock record that sucked. What I, what I appreciate about Megadeth is when I see people in Megadeth merch, it's nice, like a nice big neon sign that like, we're gonna have a tough time being friends, mm. and so I know that right That's off the bat, like right seen, off the bat. I've never seen somebody in a Megadeth t-shirt. Are, are, are you serious? Kidding? Are you serious? I see tons and, of them. Oh they, my god, come to Wisconsin! Like, yeah, I used to see tons That's of them. Like, for sure. I used to see tons of it in California. I feel like I don't see it in Denver that often, but like, there are a better group of people here. Nah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot more green chili. That was one of the most Denver things I've ever heard. That's true. <laughs> right? That's true. I was just saying, Namaste, brother. Yeah, fellow native. <laughs> kind of, sort of. Um, she was sweet. Well, I guess I'll start this one off. This yeah, time. yeah, go for it. Cool. Um, so the first artist I thought of when I thought of artists I hate was an easy one for me. Um, I fucking hate Morrissey. It was so easy. Mike and I have had these arguments before. I don't. I, I love the Smiths. I, do, I, I love the Smiths. I do not hate the Smiths. I think Morrissey is a lazy vocalist and a worse human. However. First of the Gang to Die is a great song. And I think great song, yeah. It's the only solo track I can listen to. But even on that record, You Are the Quarry, the first song, he's talking about Americans eating hamburgers. And I'm like, just shut the fuck up. I get it. Like, we're not good people, but you're not, your analogy's whack. And it's he's lazy. He's a terrible person. He's absolutely he's a terrible person. person. He's a terrible person. But he did write the lyric, um, you've never been in love until you've seen the sunlight thrown over smashed human bones. Which is a banger line. That is great. Yeah, First of the Gang to Die is great. Um... God, yeah, like, can't, I just can't do it. I yeah, it's not it. it's not for everybody. I I still cape specifically for um, what, what was the very first thing he did. It was like a singles collection. It's called um, Bona Drag, and there's a couple songs. Everybody on loves that. Bona Drag. Bona Drag, and the one right after that, um, was it, was it Your Frank or something? Oh, like, yeah. um, those two records I still hold space for. But yeah, he's a shit human being. He's garbage, like as a person. There's no question about. I'm gonna jump in here with one of my picks because I picked There's a Light That Never Goes Out by what? the Smiths. That song's awesome! I think that song is fucking awesome. Yeah. And I fucking hate Morrissey. Ah. 
and mostly the yeah. Smiths. But the Smiths are amazing. Johnny Dude, Marr Johnny, is amazing. Johnny Marr Johnny is, Marr is amazing. amazing. Johnny Marr okay. is amazing. I'm going to take a moment real quick. One of my say, favorite guitar players of all time, without question. Before we started this, I hugged Chella. I told her I loved her, and I was like, I knew we were going to argue. And man, we've been way more aligned than I thought we'd be. You two are just battling. This has been great. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, I, feel like, I feel like Michael Jackson eating popcorn, just chilling. This is right. good media, man. Yeah. But yeah. No, let, yeah, let's talk about the Smiths. I fucking Fuck love them. the Smiths. I love the Smiths. <laughs> Listen, okay, so I <laughs> classically do not like it is. <laughs> it is known like um, she don't like this mess. This song, right? There is a light that never goes out. Is gorgeous. Yeah, it's it is beautiful. It's awesome. Lyrics are amazing. However, <laughs> Morrissey just cannot fucking help himself. He has to sing. I mean, he's singing in his Morrissey way, yeah. which got, I think. More obnoxious as he got older. So the oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. Are like, you know. He became a, he, he became a poor man's Elvis. <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> yeah, he just came on himself. When he purchased <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So in this beautiful song, fairly early, uh, he's talking about like getting picked up and like driven around, like going anywhere in a car with this person he really likes. And like that he's like. Take me anywhere but home, because I haven't got one anymore. And you're like, you don't have to like get get very like sad. Like, I can't go home because I haven't got one. And like, you can't. But he can't help himself. What's the matter? You don't like metaphors. (laughs) You know what I don't like? earnestness in songs that's not even true but it is in this case <laughs> it is in this case selective earnest yes yeah, right. yes like the, uh, i'm not a fan of all the earnest movies either <laughs> i get that but young yeah. young earnest <laughs> get it all day that right guy. <laughs> right, well, right i don't know why they put he was so hot Ernest goes to camp really stressed me out because they put somebody who is probably <laughs> developmentally disabled in some capacity in charge of children. Yeah, yeah, and for then, real though. And then a troll stole him because that's what fucking happens. Obviously, because if I had a nickel, and ultimately it wasn't Ernest's fault. There was never put Ernest in that position to, to manage the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Ernest he, he didn't have the scope to handle. He just couldn't. Yeah, he just wasn't all there. Well, yeah, and then he, I don't. I don't remember if he went to jail before or after that, but it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I love <laughs> that we both just immediately were like, fucking Morrissey. So, so, so sorry, yeah. Fucking <laughs> okay, Morrissey. Yeah, it's a good foundation to build for this episode. Yeah, this is going to be a fun one for me. What do you got, Morrissey? Really, really looking forward to this. Really looking forward to this. Haven't got one. Chill out, I don't think it's in this thing. Actually, it's. Yay. I might get stabbed on the next thing I say, but I'm not going to go too far ahead of myself. My whole, my yeah, all right. What? <laughs> you like your list? Yeah, it's all in biscuit sauce. That's fine. No. Oh my god. They don't, can you? No, because they, they don't have any good lyrics. Oh, that's right. Like, I forgot. Don't. I thought we were <laughs> just hating on stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, we are essentially. Yeah, essentially. This is a very polarizing episode. Well, well, so this 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 song, it's a song I actually love. I do it at karaoke, for God's sake. Okay. So it's uh. Closing Time by Semisonic. And one of the things I love about this song is they mercilessly beat the fuck 
out of this metaphor. Oh, yeah. Like it's it's clumsy, it's heavy-handed. Yep. They're assuming zero literacy on the listener's part. No chill whatsoever. And I actually really love that. Like just because oh, yeah. it's hilarious to me. You know like, that they thought they were being so, so fucking clever. clever. So clever. You know that and that's precious. Yeah. And the and video, <laughs> the video is actually really awesome. Yeah. But then I actually went at some point a bunch of years ago and listened to that full album. Man. It uh, it is yeah, it, it, it does qualify as a collection of songs. It is an album. Ew. It does meet that requirement. But I, it's some of the most boring shit I've ever heard, like, not, except for okay. that song. Like, yeah, and that so song I, is pro AF, but it's, yeah. it's awesome. Uh, they are Minnesota band. So I did see them pre-breakout <laughs> when I was in college. I'd have to check with the roommates about that, but like... I'm pretty sure we all saw them at this place called the Tugboat. And that sounds right. That they, sounds... Played, <laughs> they played Closing Time. Mm-hmm. And we had already heard it from the... There's a really great radio station called The Current in mm-hmm. Minneapolis. Okay. And they play, like, cool stuff, college rock type stuff, and then, you know, bands from the scene. Right. So they were already playing Closing Time, and you were like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. This is going to be a hit. And then watching him do it live, it was just like, oh, shit. Right. You're going to blow the fuck up. I don't know what happened to them after that. Nothing, because they... I don't know what happened to them. Nothing, dude. Like, yeah, they fell off. It, like, I don't even... Because I don't think they had another single that was anywhere near... No way. No. Like, anything like it. So they, they had that single. And I don't even know if that was their first single. But it was also in that, that era of radio rock... That was giving a shit like better than Ezra. Oh where like, like it was a pretty low bar for sure. popular rock music. Like, yeah, but they're still getting paid off of it. Yeah, for sure. That's why I always think when like people hate on um hate on one hit wonders, I'm like, bro, that's more hits than I got. Yeah. Sure. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're getting they're getting paid on it. Yeah, and even better like, than Ezra had a song I liked, like one song. What was that song? Uh it was called King of New Orleans. That's right, okay. Oh, it was, it's not wait, are they the when everything falls? Yeah. Probably, uh, I think probably. That's the, a lot of that shit sounded exactly the same to me. So, and I worked at a radio station. I was in like in the late nineties, and I was like, I would just hit play on oh, you yeah. know whatever Clear Channel playlist they gave us. You know, I was just like, I didn't even listen to half the songs. Like, that's shit. depressing, Mike. No, it was really depressing. <laughs> that's really sucked. depressing. Yeah. I hate that for you. Yeah, it sucked really bad. <laughs> Closing time, though. Love that song. Still love that song to this day. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody that I dislike almost as much as Morrissey is Eminem. Sure. And Yo, one hundred. Fuck that guy. I found lyrics I liked. However, I had to go so far out that I went to the Blueprint and I had to dig up a Jay Z track to find the lyrics <laughs> I liked. Yeah. Um, again, just like the Megadeth shirts. When I meet people who are like, yeah. I love Eminem, I'm like, thank yeah. you for letting me know up front. Do they yeah. say it out loud? I've had people do that. Ooh. Yeah. But he had a pretty strong verse on Renegade. That, that is a great song. It's a great song. I forgot about that. Do you know, I would like to see Jay-Z allow somebody, allow somebody to guest and have a bad verse. Like, he's right. not, it's not going to happen. I, he's, he's probably canceled so much shit and replaced him with somebody else over the years. Yeah. just like. This ain't happening. It's never getting out there. Or he, or he makes him rewrite it. Because I'm sure like there's a ghostwriter on some of these things as well. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm definitely a producer. But, no, I mean, Eminem said, he said, see, it's easy as cake, simple as whistling Dixie, while I'm waving the pistol at 60 Christians against me, go to war with Mormons, take a bath with the Catholics, in holy water, no wonder they 
to try to hold me under longer. And I was like, damn, all right, word. All right. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's it. That's all I got for Eminem. I can't struggle. You did it, did it, it didn't happen for you? When I was younger? Slim Shady era? Mm-hmm. No, because... How did you guys avoid that? I, I didn't avoid it. I, I was in it. I, I couldn't. I couldn't I avoid it. It was impossible. I got, I mean, it I got enlisted. Yeah. I stopped after Marshall Mathers. Sure. Or so, Eminem show, I think. I was like, I'm done. You're. I guess I didn't love the courtiness of it at the time. Like, I got... As an adult now, like, I understand it's playful satire and all those types of things, but fuck, it was mad corny. And it also, there's so much ego in it, and I know it's hip-hop, but his just felt different to me, and it just felt kind of, like, disingenuous. Yeah, I hear that. And so, I don't know. And also, like, I never, I don't know, I never liked his protege 50 Cent either. I, dude, I'm, yeah, I was never on board with 50 Cent. 50 like, Cent. I like that dude Lloyd <laughs> Banks. terrible. Like, from, Lloyd uh, Banks was from okay. what, it was that G-Unit or whatever? Uh, right. He was in G unit, and then Eminem he had D twelve. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I like that dude, but I think he only had like one album or one song. A lot of those guys probably did. They, were, they just got curious because they were friends. Yeah, for, for well, me, really, I mean, Eminem only got a career because of Jay Z. Yes. Well, I don't know. It was Doctor Dre. Oh, yeah, it was Doctor. Yeah, sorry. But um, I did like that song for. Or he had that guest spot on uh, Forgot About Dre or whatever. Oh, sure, he's great on that. Sure, where, where he took that to get Doctor Dre for. D Barnes, yeah, right. his own song, <laughs> right? Yeah, Where I was just like, okay, yeah. But the problem is, is his own stuff was campy, or that song, what the hell is it called? Where he writes from like the perspective of a crazy fan, Stan. Stan. Yeah, I hated that song. That sounds bad. I don't know, I get it, but like, again, like, I understand the narrative and the perspective, I just don't think it worked. I think, I think it's too on the nose. I think yeah. a lot of his metaphors are too on the nose. He had some bars I, I did really Ernest. like. <laughs> and, he, and he did go to jail. Um, he, he had some bars I liked, but I, my my problem with Eminem was the same problem I had with House of Pain. Where <laughs> no, just hear me out. It was the fans, like because it wasn't with both of those bands. Like I didn't. It wasn't that I didn't enjoy the music, sure. but it was like it was very specifically white dudes in sideways yeah. hats coming at me like they just saved rap music. Sure. Like, and I'm just like, oh, awesome, awesome, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, and I don't even mean the bands. I mean the fans yeah, no, doing that to me. And I'm like, yeah, oh, no. my God. Now, I like, ended up that amazing lyric, put on your shit kickers and kick some shit. So, uh, wow. Blessed, blessed, we uh, don't forget. Wow. <laughs> that is, I'm going to think about that one all day. Yeah, yeah. totally. What's next in here? Let's chill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to, okay. Um... <laughs> I pick The Beautiful People by Marilyn Manson. It's a great song. That song. That's a great song. song. Yeah. That is a perfect song. Yeah, that it's is a awesome. fucking great song. I do not like Marilyn Manson. I'm with you. Uh, he was rude to me once, and I have never forgotten it. Uh, was he on the Sugar Ray Bus? He was not. That's a callback to episode... <laughs> to episode seven. One. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Episode part one, she says. Uh, I just... For, so I kind of did this a little bit differently where I picked a song by a band I don't like that I like. Yeah, so that's, lyrics, that's kind of how I Lyrics are it, kind of in there, but I was having a really hard time with this. Sure. After the Smiths, I was like, oh, I know there's a Smith song I like. Right, right, yeah. And then I was like, oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> beautiful people. I have a bunch of like memories tied up in that song. Mm-hmm. When it came out, uh, but it's also like just a st- 
straight, like you turn that shit up in your car and yeah, it fuck yeah. hits. Yeah. And he's talking about, you know, corporate greed, which I'm sorry, and capitalism, which I know you love, Devin. Yeah. So I, you're probably <laughs> affronted by this whole thing. But <laughs> everybody knows. <laughs> but uh, it, it it's just, it's just a fucking bang, banger. Yeah. It's a banger. And then, you know, he's like much like Morrissey, a shitty fucking person. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. I think maybe shittier than Morrissey. I think, yeah. I think, I think shittier than Morrissey. Shittier, yeah. yeah. But what a scale. The best of our knowledge. What yeah, a right? scale, like, guys. Yeah. What a scale we've established. Yeah. It's a race to the bottom. Of yeah, totally. Yeah, we've got the, the, new, the Nugents, the Mustangs, the Morrisseys. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's yeah. a puke rainbow. Yeah. That sucks. It's the IBS rainbow. That was the only Nancy track I really fucked with because, so I went to my high school, was the closest high school to Columbine. And I was a senior that year when it all went down. And my, and my mom was like, you, she was like, you can't listen to Marilyn Manson or KMFDM. And in my head, I was like, jokes when you don't listen to them. Because I'd already gotten like much more extreme. By that point, I was I was big into like morbid angel cannibal corpse. And Humble bride. KMFDM had tracks. KMFDM had tracks. But no, the thing was like, I had left and listened to songs like I Come Blood. Which, um, right. I don't know, butchered at birth. Like, had, had my mom found out what I was actually listening to at that point, she would have been like way more horrified. Right, the, just the surface anger. Cannibal right. corpse. You, know, you brought cannibal corpse up before. I still love cannibal corpse. The but the point. I mean, and I also, take every opportunity to bring up cannibal corpse as much should, as possible. <laughs> yes, yeah. But um, know this. Right. But no, like that's how I always felt with music. Where I was like, and the stuff my mom's mad at. I'm so grateful she doesn't know what I actually listened to. Right, because it was always three steps further. Though the once she did get super mad at me once when I was listening to garbage. Because she showed me a line where she said, I'm like, Jesus Christ, coming back from the dead. Sure. And my mom was doing laundry and was an appalled. And I was just like, that's yeah. okay. For, for me, the Manson track that always, I still love this song, is uh, the fight song. I always, I, I, always uh, I always fucking love that song. I'll, I'll put it on the playlist. But that's the one where he's just, he's just chanting it. I'm not a slave to a god that doesn't exist. Oh, and the whole yeah. video is like a football game. Yeah. Um, I, I love that. It's, it's just two and a half minute, just thrashing little, it's, it's it almost has, like a punk song. It like, has tones of beautiful people in it though, right? It totally does. It's, it's a lot of the same uh, lyrical thematics and I think it might be the same like album. The, yeah, um, a lot of the stuff at that time was very like very similar. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, what, he's not a you also for the visionary. I like how you call me out for a humble bird, but at the same time, I, I still listen to Olympus Kid as much as I love Cannibal <laughs> Corpse. Like, I never fully took took my foot out of that. They're role. not that far. They're, they're not, not that far, far apart. You're not changing anything. They're, they're kissing cousins. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I will say one rad thing Marilyn Manson did though was he's in um in that Michael Moore movie uh, Bowling for Columbine yeah. or whatever, and he has a great statement where Michael Moore asks, and I'm not a huge fan of Michael Moore um, in general, but. He does. He asks Marilyn Manson. He's like, "If you could talk to those two young men from Columbine, he's like, what would you say?" And Marilyn Manson's like, "I wouldn't say anything. I would listen because that's clearly no what no one did." Mm-hmm. And I was like, that, yeah. "That was a good moment. Like, it doesn't forgive everything else about that dude." No. But I was like, "That was a very good observation. That was a very very good observation." No, that, you know, I, uh, <laughs> I remember a time where it was like every now and then. He would say something like, "Pretty cool." And, yeah, a lot and of people you'd be like, "Okay." Sure. A lot of monsters aren't monsters all the time. Like, yeah, and then it was just all of a sudden, he'd say something. It was like a very long curtain reveal, and then all of a sudden yeah. you're just like, "Oh my god, you are a 
monster. Oh yeah, well with all the stories like You're a bad all the stories person. they had like about how tough it was. like you'd hear all these people talk about how tough it was to be around that band because of like all the drugs and everything. Yeah. So then when like allegations about his behavior started popping up, I was like, well, oh, sure. are we all going to pretend to be shocked? Right. Like, <laughs> really? Like, really? Yeah, sure. That Twiggy, that Twiggy person though. Always gave me the heebie-jeebies. So, so one of the most hilarious things about that dude was the footage of him auditioning for Metallica. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I, I have it's not seen It's hilarious. Those. Just because he visually is so far away from all yes. of and, and even, you know, people love to rip on Lars, but I think Twiggy's possibly shorter. Yeah, Twiggy <laughs> like, is he's a, like a foot and a half. Like, he's a very so, tiny man. Yeah, yeah. Like, so... If you just take the fact that they're from Florida, mm-hmm. is a good base level to start from. Oh, fuck. That's, that's part of the poop rainbow. I did not. Fort Lauderdale. Yup. Oh. Mm. Ugh. Miami's butthole. I, yeah. <laughs> it's actually the better city to Miami. Truthfully, it's more culture. I've never been. I have no it's desire. It's, it feels like a giant suburb, um, but it has better music venues. Okay. And it has a little less of a douche factor. Right. Not much. Again, it's a race <laughs> to the bottom. But, uh. Yeah, on the Morrissey scale. Yeah, on the Morrissey to Manson scale. The Morrissey to Manson scale. Where is Fort Lauderdale? (laughs) (laughs) This is good. Okay. Creating content. I know, right? You can put up a... Why are we sitting like this? You can put up a poll. Because you're teaching. (laughs) Yeah. It feels like lecture clothes. I'm like Michelle Pfeiffer in... That's how I'm sitting. Oh, yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer in Dangerous Minds. Yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna say Batman Returns, but yeah, Dangerous no, Minds. You, you definitely have that like, <laughs> sitting on the table. Let's rap kind of fucking vibe. Yeah, right. Tough no nonsense teacher. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I remember what it's like to be your age. Yeah. I think, Hanging out I with think the, that's. I think I'm in my tough no nonsense teacher yeah. era. Good. Yeah, rest yeah. in peace, cool. Dude. Okay. All right. <laughs> what you got, Mike? Oh, it's my turn again. Yeah. Um, so this next one is. Uh, she's gonna love this. It's. Uh, and again, it's, it's very much a time and a place thing. But it's a Grateful Dead song. God damn it, I despise that band so much. So much. Just so much. Like, it boggles my mind that they're still touring. Oh, I mean, but that's yeah, pretty, no, like, they uh, should not be. Like, yeah, they like, should not yeah, be. Absolutely. Like, I, and I kind of wonder if it's really them or if it's just like standees. And like I'll, tell, I'll tell you who like, it really is. Like, John fucking Mayer. Yeah, it right. really is. And he just is. Just carrying everything. Like, he is so. Oh. Yeah, right. I hate watching him play guitar. I yeah. hate it. So you're telling me that the guy that wrote Your Body is a Wonderland? <laughs> He's fronting well, the dead now. No, no, I hate that. Yeah. It bums me out. Yeah, right. Like, but I guess they're. But this is the last run. Thank God, you. I hope so. I feel like they've been singing that for like 60 or 70 years. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, just driving sure. a corpse around the U.S. I right. saw him in like '99 and was like, "This is washed." Please stop. Yeah, yeah you can't stop. do this anymore. Yeah, just like 60 years ago. Exactly. Like that. <laughs> okay. But, but but the song I have. Yes. And again, this is very much tied to a really awesome memory uh, and experience. But it's their song "Friend of the Devil," mm-hmm. and just taken on its own, the dead version is just it's like eh. But I guess they did. Um, eh. I don't know. There was somebody else like. One of the greatest songs ever. No, but I love the lyrics. Like, I, 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 the lyrics are amazing. It's not like, it's, it. It's because yeah. the dead version sounds like a fucking dead song. Sure. But then they did some other slower version with like John Grizzly or somebody. Like I don't know who the fuck it is. Is that it? Who is it? <laughs> David Grisha. David Grisman. Yeah. Yes, that's what it is. David Grisman. John, John Grisman. 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 Whatever. 
Like, yeah, I just remember Garcia Grizzly or something. I was like, like, I, I was, I'm not in a position to question that. And like, honestly, it's not, it makes sense. I was like, yeah, I do. That's probably his name. Yeah, he definitely wears a, a tri-corner hat. Shoes on some wheat. I've definitely met some dudes who probably go by the name John Grizzly. Yeah, totally, dude. I, I've met multiple men who have introduced themselves via animal names. Yeah, right? Like, but Where the, are you hanging out? <laughs> Clancy's. No. I go to Boulder for work a lot. For those of you guys who know going to Boulder, Colorado, it's a, right. it's a unique ecosystem. And I, and, I, and I just said that, and Clancy's is a bar we often hang out at, and we love it. And we love everybody there, but there are some unique characters. Who people are going to stalk you. People are going to start hanging out they at Clancy's trying to find you. I don't want that. I, I think all eight people who listen to this podcast already do. Yeah, so already, already already knows. Knows. Oh, wait. So you, this is a real opportunity for me then, huh? <laughs> right? <laughs> That's what I said when, when we booked, when we, yeah. when I had our producers you are, call you. Yes. To you, book you, you on the show. You are the most yeah. known person in this room. Yeah. <laughs> by, by a lot. By a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like, like on the Mustang Morrissey scale. So thank you for like you were, yeah. So thank you for gracing us with your presence. Yeah. Oh, it couldn't be happier to be here. But, but front of the devil is. I know, right? <laughs> so we're, now that we've had you on here, now we can have a Patreon. That's it. Yeah, like, wow. we're graduating. Like first the podcast, then Chella, then the money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was the plan yeah. the whole time. That's I'm a requesting a startup uh, percentage. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like three cool. percent. It's yeah. not that much. You know, just, just, you want just because. Three percent of zero is still zero. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, have your agent call us. Well, like, yeah. But anyway, friend of the devil. I love. It's an awesome narrative. It's great lyrics. Yes. And the experience that I remember is in high school. There was this. Uh, My was first this... HJ. <laughs> right. Um, friend of the devil. <laughs> Tell me more. Uh, no. It's... <laughs> Okay. Probably better I, than that. I lost actually, my I lost like my because when I think of that experience, Dude. it was very much like hmm. I actually lost my <laughs> virginity to Jewel, not not um, her specifically, but it was playing. Mine was Enya. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Jewel. I, it was not my choice. It was Jewel. not my choice. Oh, no, 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 I, I know. Yeah, it was, that was Jewel. It was a whole Jewel thing. It was a whole thing. But uh, <laughs> so there, there was a uh, there was this band from another high school in the area, um, and there were. If I remember correctly, they were called Black Ichabod. And it was these three dudes, tons of Zeppelin worship, and every once in a while they would do acoustic sets at this little coffee shop that we all hung out at as students. And so I remember they were doing one of those sets, and a bunch of them were there, Mm. and they did the slower version of Friend of the Devil. And it was the first time I had ever heard it, and like I said, I immediately fell in love with the lyrics. And they got, you know, the coffee shop, I'm sure they were fucking bummed about this. But now they've got... um, 60 high school kids in there just screaming uh um the, what's the last lyric in the song was um i just might get some sleep tonight or they just vamped that and just did it like over and over and all of us just latched on and we're just singing it and it was just like a really fun cool thing like it was like the first like local band thing i ever did i think i was like 16 or 17 i was like that 95 felt, that, yeah that felt <laughs> But, but it was the first like local band thing that felt like a big concert, you know? Sure. Like, so it was just a yeah. really fun memory, and it was just a cool experience. Oh, that is lovely. Like, yeah, it was cute. That's was lovely. Cute. You, again, get a pass on hating the dead because you grew up where you did when you are dead. Yeah. And that must have been obnoxious. Yeah, it sucked. It was on <laughs> everything, dude. It was, you couldn't fucking escape it. And it's also, the, the Dead was one of those bands because, again, being... 
being Gen X or what do we call Boomer Junior now or whatever. You so never was, call me that. Like, oh. I know. Dude, I see that. I will punch you in the fucking face. Yeah, I've seen that. I, I've, yeah. seen, I, I've seen that on the Reddits. That's what it is. Um, Grateful on Millennial. <laughs> right. Oh, middle is. I know. But, but it was one of those things where like all of us were, were the age where like our parents, you know, like liked that shit. Or in the case of growing up in the Bay Area, a lot of my friends' parents knew them. Yeah. And used to party with them and sure. stuff. Yeah. So it was one of those things where it was cool. like, like the way Rico feels about Aerosmith, like how he couldn't like escape it. Mm. That's how it was. Like you just couldn't fucking get away He's from it. He's from Boston? No, uh, no, but nearby. But it's that type of thing you just couldn't fucking escape. No. It. It's up there somewhere. Yeah, and every parent who thought they were cool had a dead sticker on their For car sure. and all that shit. And you're just like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, like you just couldn't get away from it. So Yeah, I remember how obnoxious it was in my high school and how I then was like, I want to do that, um, <laughs> and did. So, yeah, and we were in Wisconsin, yeah. not where it happened. So, <laughs> Friend of the Devil is a great song. That's a great song. I love it's that song. That's a great I, song. I still hold space for that song. It's beautiful. But specifically, again, the John Grizzly version. <laughs> or whatever the fuck the guy's called. Like, the Garcia Grizzly version. <laughs> John Grizzly. John Grizzly. <laughs> oh my god. Is, it you? is that who the, the guitarist oh, John Grizzly, is? My John Grizzly? Are you John Grizzly? <laughs> who is that the guitarist? Benny, not, I mean, Benny Garcia or whatever the fuck that one is? Benny yeah. Garcia and John Grizzly are yeah. playing the casino <laughs> on Black Ox. <laughs> I'm not really supposed to talk about John Grizzly publicly. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> it's a court order. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's an arrangement we have that. I don't really want to talk about it. Um, another thing I don't want to talk about is Tool. Sure. Um, yeah. No one does. So they're on my list. Can't do it. You know, when I was younger, there was a moment where I thought that, like, Undertow had tracks. And there's a couple lyrics in the title track to that. But also today, as I was rereading through some of the lyrics, um, I don't think Maynard knows what the fuck he's talking about. No. It's just fucking wandering, mindless tracks. And I guess for me, I think, I'm not a jam band kid. I never have been. Tool, Tool to me feels like jam band. Oh, of your of your oh, genre. Yeah, metal. Okay. Yeah, 100. Yeah, especially oh, their new stuff. Wow. Especially their new stuff. That's really interesting. It, okay. Yeah, it just feels it meanders too much. It mm. fucking wanders. It's kind of masturbatorial. Kind of. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. Trying to be subtle on it. There's actual songs about jerking it. Yeah. <laughs> the well, so I, is as a side, like, so same way when people like blindly hate on Lars and want to be like, oh, he's the worst drummer ever. This, and, when it's, and it's often the same people. Whenever people are like, Danny Carey is the best drummer ever. Same thing. It's like a Megadeth shirt to me. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks okay. for letting me know. Like, Tool uh, fans are a very specific group of folks. They are a very yeah. specific group of people. They're very aggressive and passionate, so I expect some, some heat for this take, but. I, it's dull. It, no, I, I agree. These songs need to be three and a half to four minutes, and I think they would be palatable five tops. Nobody asked for, like, every album is, like, nine songs. Fucking barely fits on the 85-minute CD. Right. right. You're just like, dude, yeah. I don't get it. Talk like, about self-serious bullshit. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, and I think they would argue, like, because they... I don't know. I remember reading all these interviews where they, they would always pride themselves on just like fucking with the press. Yeah, and yeah. Be, being funny. But I was like, and that's rad if that's true, but it's all, it definitely got lost on their fans. True. You know what I mean? Like, Bad, like, clever. Like, and, and I still hold space for the first record, but specifically for the reason you just said. Like, the songs are concise, mm -hmm. they get to the point way quicker. And even when they're not good, 
they're not 10 minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I'm like, it's not an exercise of patience. Yeah, exactly. Um, Wait, yeah. which song did you pick? <laughs> I picked the title track. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, but also, <laughs> I love the first Rage Against the Machine album, and even when it came out when I was in middle school, and I remember thinking the worst part of that album was the guest spot for Maynard. 100%. Absolutely. I guess they're friends or something. I know, but it was out of place. Yeah, it didn't need to be there. It should not have been there. No. It was out of place. I shouldn't yell on your tracks. Absolutely. It doesn't. Well, yeah, I mean, we could, yeah. Maybe. But that being said, no, like, if somebody was going to sing cleaner on that track, that he wasn't the guy to do it, right? Yeah, I agree. Tool is so complicated for, I feel like, for people our age. Sure. Like, it's, it, other people I don't really think younger or older really think about Does anyone tool. below 40 listen to Tool? I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Like, That's I what really I mean. don't think but, so. But, like, there's a, there's a whole, like, group of us in a, in a period of, like, seven years, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Either way, like, that are, like, that, like, have, have thought about Tool. Yeah. Have had a thought sit down with yourself sure. or with other people about tool yeah and i can comfortably say today was the first time i consciously brought tool up <laughs> in my life in a long time right. it's typically brought up by others which is unfortunate yeah it does um, and and that, that last record was just god awful. i didn't even fuck with it yeah i i i thought the, the artwork was lazy as shit like so i, I don't know but I, i've seen tool live way back in the day and i think it was the um anima tour and i remember seeing um twice on that tour and it was the second one that i realized oh they're literally doing the exact same set the same like if they're just duplicating this from town it's like a carnival you know like but the night i saw them was with uh tomahawk one of mike patton's bands yeah, yeah they're okay and, they're the one that i liked of mike patton's bands oh god oh god i don't care if like that. i love versions. mike patton so much um so angry um um so you know patton no, I, I. Oh I, no, that is true. No, it's not. It's it's Aerosmith and Run DMC's fault. Specifically, <laughs> you're trying to work backwards. Very specifically, you're trying to like, get the more pass. Like, yes, always. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I'm not religious. Really sister. Huge, huge. <laughs> <laughs> the winners write the books. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I know. Uh, Dark. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, that show was actually really fun. Yeah. Like, and and it was rad. Like. Tomahawk came out dressed as, uh, I think, the Oakland PD, and were just, like, making fun of the cops the whole time, nice. to the point where, like, they got booed, like, and I was I was there for it. I was like, this is the fucking best thing ever. And, you know, Tools, they were, at that point, I feel like it was before it got, all the things got way egregiously too long. Agreed. So, like, Undertow and Anima, I still enjoy aspects of those records. I haven't, like, sat down and listened to them front to back for years. Mm-hmm. But like we were saying earlier, like on Anerto, uh, the song Prison Sex, mm-hmm. I still think that's a great song. It's a great song. On Anima, um, there's a song called 46 and 2, which uh, I used to like until it became one of those like guitar center stairway to heaven songs where like you yeah. go to the music store and every heavy guitarist is like looking around, waiting until people are watching, and then they play that riff yeah. poorly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah. Like good stuff, kid. Yeah, yeah. and it's just like, ah. <laughs> cool. Hey, question. Is Mike Patton hot? Dude, yeah. I think yeah. he might be hot. Yeah, he was hot. Yeah. Okay. When I when I worked at Amoeba, I remember he came in wearing a top hat one time, 
No, so that, no, that, no that, but that's, that's, that's what not, makes you not hot. Yeah. That he's, kind of energy, I don't need it. <laughs> I've, I've heard the phrase, the shoes make the man. You can say the same about the hat. I do, can, not, no. I do not need top hat energy from no. a I, I feel like he was like in this guy. I feel like, yes. I feel like he was... Ever? No, the, this was like 2001. Like... Yeah, I feel like he was trying off, to like throw shit off. You know what I mean? Like he didn't want to. Oh, he didn't want to call attention to himself <laughs> by being my pat in no, a so fucking he, top so hat. No, so he wore a top hat and a cape <laughs> into the record store. Of course, it was a cape. Yeah. Jesus H. Jesus H. Is it my turn? Yeah. Yes, it is. I'm losing. I'm losing track of the schedule. I'm actually just looking at photos of Mike Patton. <laughs> That's great. He's a good looking dude. Other than is he hot? Yeah, he's a good looking. This is great content. Uh, Spiderwebs by No Doubt. I love that song and good call. Yeah, because as a band, eh. (laughs) yeah, yeah. Eh. Spiderwebs. What a fun song! God, I love that song so much. And lyrically, as a woman that exists and then also exists publicly, right? Like I've been there. It's a song about a creep stalker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's got to change her fucking phone number. Right, right. He keeps finding her. And she's like, yuck. Yeah, for sure. And that's what the size <laughs> Yeah, no, for sure. And it's fun. And she's not annoying so much on it. Like, um, some other stuff. Like, 98% of her other. I do not care for no doubt. Yeah, I'm. I was always kind of ambivalent. It was more annoying than anything. But, yeah. But that's not like. I understood why just a girl took off the way it did sure. and it was a message that needed to be heard sure. and it was done very well as a song thank you for being an ally i mean it's yeah it's yeah, i mean like <laughs> but i i also didn't feel like it, it wasn't my favorite song on that record no you know what i mean no. so it was, it was one of those things where like sunday morning's better sunday morning's inc- an incredible song like it's just it, it was just one of those things where, again, the fans would go so apeshit about certain things with that band that yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't feel like that's the best part of this band. Did you, know? you like, see that band coming up? Because you would have been on the time, kind of I, scene. I, yeah, I was near it, but I, it wasn't, it wasn't, like, I did have a dark phase where I dabbled in some ska. We all but, but Everybody it, did. But Especially it, that era. Yeah, yes. but, but it, they weren't one of the bands, like, like I was aware of them. But it was the same thing as like Sublime. Like it was part of this whole other thing that I was like, ah, I'm not, yeah. I'm fine with that. Because these are like this, this this whole thing that was going on in Orange County where like these are the dudes that were like wearing like black flies sunglasses. Yeah. And they were the dudes at the skate park that they weren't sponsored. But every time you saw them at the park had brand new gear and clothes, you know. Okay. It was like those were the people that I knew listening to it. So I was just like, nah, 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 I'm probably good. <laughs> What's your experience with No Doubt? Slash, do you support and stand by women? Damn, you take a lot of this. <laughs> yes, of course. No, um, so I was at the age where, no doubt, when Tragic Kingdom came out, I was pretty young. And I, I remember listening to it quite a bit. I, I, I outgrew it. Yeah. Um, but I also outgrew Ska on a lot of that pop music. Because that album was still very Ska-leaning. Yeah. Yeah, um, 100%. Yeah. No, I like, it's a good record. I think I was off the train before the next record came out. For I, sure. Because I don't remember what the next record is. Return to Saturn. Return oh, from Saturn. It's very bad. I, I remember they were like it existing. Yeah. Like, they like, they like for the fences. Well, and then they did that Rocksteady record where uh, they went full yeah, yeah, appropriation yeah. on like basically everybody. Yeah, that was like a disco record well, or something. What's the funny thing is they said she's Japanese, so she, I forgot about that. She's also a chola. Oh, that's true. That's a lot of appropriation. Accepted. So now I remember when those tracks came out, like, 
I remember overall like <laughs> she said so. She did. I remember. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Fuck. Um, no, like I remember it being a good record and an enjoyable record, but I also don't remember it having staying power. No, but I'll still but, like I'll still I'll still pop out of Spiderwebs or Sunday yeah, morning. I'm not but really, just me. those two songs. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I'll, I'll put those on on the jukebox at a bar. Sure. And still get amped about it. Yeah. Like specifically those, those two, two songs. songs. Yeah. And then it's I'm good on no doubt. Like, yeah. For, for like the year. Ever. Yeah. For like several months. Yeah. yeah. I can't stand that fucking Betty Boop ass singing. Yeah. I'll take I'll take no doubt over a lot of stuff though. I think it's safe. I'll take it over like Save Ferris and like Oh, I don't know. I might take a Save Ferris. I would take Save Ferris. I might take a Save Ferris. Well, at least there's less appropriation there. (laughs) I don't know enough about the band to say none. Uh (laughs) That's never. It's never none, unfortunately. I actually don't remember any dance hall crashers. That was another one of those bands where a lot of my friends went ape shit about it. Yeah, I remember the name, but like. The the how how much people were caping for them was a turnoff to me. Sure, sure. Like so, before I even listened to it, I was like, I was like, it, to me, it's always like suspicious when everyone in the world all of a sudden, like that's what happened to me with um that band Spoon. Like, I remember, like, like it, it's not bad music. I actually do like that band, but it took me a really long time to finally listen to it because I was so annoyed sure. with everyone being like, "This is gonna save music." Like, yeah, like, Jesus Christ, man! Like, calm the fuck down, like. Denver was really into ska for a while. Yeah. And um and um um swing dancing. The first yeah, time, yeah, for the sure. first date I ever went on when I was sixteen, it was uh, two weeks after I got a car. Um I took this girl to see the cherry pop and daddies. Fantastic. And I remember being like the same for me. But the pie tasters opened up and that band was Pie Tasters was a little fucked. But there but that, that also was like the That was like the moon ska shit. Like. Yeah, but it was also my as I was starting to learn how much I loved rougher vocals because I think that's why I loved the Mighty Mighty Bostons more than most. I Scott. did like the Mighty just Mighty because, Bostons but it was, it was nah, his I'm de- out <laughs> it was his delivery and I think he was rougher and then as I got into things I was like oh I think that's what I liked about it uh, they were good pop songs too the impression that it gets a fucking earworm I just heard it the other day yeah I hear it right I now. was just yeah, like at the grocery store I hear it yeah. right now yeah. yeah exactly yeah you can't escape it no, you can't it, escape it, 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 it lives inside of you yeah always <laughs> so for me Justin, like yeah, Justin. Cher- Cherry Pop and Daddy's killed me because well, that's they were a ska a band name. and then they no it's yes. the worst name it's the worst fucking name but I remember seeing them as a ska band I remember seeing them in fucking Eugene Oregon at this place I want to say it was called like John Henry's or something this is all ages place John Grizzlies it's John Grizzlies it's John Grizzlies yeah it was, yeah, it was, it was Barry Garcia and John Grizzly um, and yeah I think uh Bravana and uh, Alice and <laughs> Alice and Plains used to play there, but uh, I remember seeing them when they were ska band, and you know they're third tier, and no one really gave a fuck. And then a couple years later, all of a sudden, they're a swing dancing band, yeah. and now they've got a huge hit. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's because they grabbed that like little six month bubble. Yeah. yeah, what was it like them and Big Bad Voodoo Daddy? So the thing Sh- with Brian Setzer, fuck Brian Setzer, I hated that. Do you guys you couldn't remember? get away from it? He had a chokehold on us. A yeah. fucking you yeah. could not get away from it. Yeah. Is it his fault the rest of that stuff got big? Well, no. So, so Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, I remember when I lived in Santa Barbara, because they were from, back like, not L.A., but, like, well, I'm just saying, it was just like you couldn't get away from it. They were, like, one of the sure. biggest. They were, like, because um, 
I remember moving here and having some friends be like, oh man, that's so rad, that's where Warlock pictures are from. I'm like, sure, fine, they're sure. fine with me. Like, not to talk shit about them, but I just never really cared that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how big Bad du- that Voodoo Daddy was. I saw, I remember seeing them when I lived in Santa Barbara and I was like, they're good. They're clearly very good at what they do. But it was just like that one thing where they like got really big locally yeah. and just blew the fuck up. And because I think it was because of the proximity to LA and then they were in that movie. Yeah. Um, and that was... Part of why that whole thing blew the fuck up. But, I think a lot but of the Brian Setzer shit, I couldn't. No. I was like, God. But I think a lot of that shit was like a six month fucking bubble on a pop, except for Brian Setzer. He never left. Yeah. He never left. He just keeps making Christmas albums that I give to my mom. <laughs> that rules. Um, <laughs> whose turn is it? Oh, wait, I think it's my turn, right? I think it is, yeah. Last round? Yeah. Man, I really started. Wait, wait. It can't be the last round. Yeah, I've already said three. Yeah, I've got one left. Okay, then I got skipped. Because I've got two, yeah. Yeah, because I just, the last thing I did was uh, Grizzly Garments, right? Yes. Yeah, so I've got, I've got two more. Then. Okay. Oh, wait, no, actually, I'm going to go. Okay. I'm That's, right. <laughs> That's what keeps happening. Yeah. Well, no, you good. know how that happened? Because we both had Smith takes to, right, right oh, yeah, out yeah, the yeah. gate. Yeah. Hot with the Smith right, yeah, yeah. At, right from junk. Yeah, if we fucked okay. the flow because we, 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 we did. did. Yeah. Immediately. Yep. Yep. Well, we're so, building bridges, and that's okay. We're burning them, too. Yeah, exactly. And that's also okay. Who's burning? Nobody. <laughs> okay. Mar- Marcy, I hope, hopefully. I hope in a few weeks when this comes out, there's there's some fucking heat on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I don't, people have backed some of my hot takes before, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't expect much on this one. Yeah. I, yeah. Maybe I'll get, like, actually the love get back I got, on some of this one. The, I, I never... Yeah. Uh, the love I got... Trip caping for Alien Ant Farm was a surprise. Boggles my fucking I, I well, mind. I mean, that's Boggles just... my mind. I led with it, assuming that I, it would God. be in Siberia and get mad shit talking. It didn't happen. I was confused and I don't know what to do. I think but, people were just like, we don't need to talk about this. No, it was an active conversation amongst many. Fucking bit. Looks like three people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. There was almost as many people as I counted my hand talking. Like, <laughs> <All right. laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, all right, so. All right, so the one, yeah. So I can catch up, and then I'll only have one more. Okay. Um, so this is one of those bands that, like, like especially, like, getting it, getting introduced to punk and hardcore at an early age. This is one of those bands that was considered classic, and I was supposed to love them, and everyone loved them, and they're supposed to be bulletproof, and nothing about them is bad, and if I really call myself a punk, then they should be my favorite band. And I always fucking couldn't stand them, and it's bad religion. I just could not ah, fucking get behind yeah. it. Everything about it was wildly annoying, especially how hard like the fandom caped for it. Yeah. Um, but they had this one specific record called Stranger Than Fiction, which I found that's tolerable. A, that's a it's good, a good record. record. Yeah, and it, there's a song on it called Better Off Dead. Yeah. And it's just the whole gist of it is, you know, it's... it's it's not the smartest emotional lyrics because it's very much like, well, I guess everything's my fault. But it's about, you know, having to deal with someone where, like, you can't make amends. Like, nothing's good enough. You, they keep moving the goalposts on you. And I just always loved that song specifically. I thought that song was very well written. The music was great. The lyrics were what they needed to be yeah. for the song to be successful, you know? So that, that's one of my, like I said, I just, in general, I just could not get behind Bad Religion. Like, I tried so hard. I really did, and I was just like, "Nah, this is not my thing." At I all. see. I could see that not being for you. Yeah, it's, it's very offspring energy. It was like that whole thing. Like, did it ever just give you kind of white supremacist vibes? It, it gave me exclusionary vibes. <laughs> I see that. Yeah. It actually gave me very exclusionary because it was like this whole thing with like 
Bad Religion and Offspring yeah. and like fucking that band Pennywise. Yeah. Whereas specifically one type of dude. Yeah. That listened to it. Yeah. You know, and it was a very specific exclusive energy. Like, and yeah, and it was just like, and that was part of why I was like, yeah, I never felt welcome. No. Like, like by that music or, 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 or at those shows or anything. Same. And that, that, was, that was a huge part of it. Yeah. yeah. Punk rock was a real, I mean, like, I like, you know, I, I have excellent taste. Everybody knows it. So, <laughs> you know, I like good punk rock. But, like, there is a barrier for people of color and for women in that scene. And bad Which religion is- always just gave me the whole, like, uh, something... Icky's gonna happen at that concert. Yeah, because it's, it was. It, yeah, because it was that. Like, sorry, I'm sorry. I have to do. Oh no, I was, just, I was just gonna say it's that vein of punk rock because there's been no point in the history of punk where women and people of color weren't involved. Absolutely. Like it's been since day one. It wasn't only white men. Exactly. But just it was that lane. Yes. Like the Epitaph Records well, thing. I just always yeah. felt. You know. I just felt like they were speaking down to me. Yeah. That was a big piece of it. Like I get. It's educated at punk rock, but like there was just so much of an air to it. And it's not Fugazi. That's educated punk rock. Yeah, yeah. Like I love that shit, sure. and I don't get that energy from those guys. No, it's because but Fugazi was pretentious. They just weren't douchebags, yes. right? And I think that yes. religion was pretentious and douchebags. Oh, you can't be both. You can't be both. You cannot be both. <laughs> That's a lesson to the listeners. Yeah, right. <laughs> now you're getting into the Morrissey side. Of well, I put go. my I put my arm back on. I know, yeah, yeah. Like fucking teacher. Yeah, exactly. Maybe tense up, like I was ready for something. Yeah, like, shit. Stand up. Yeah. You guys can't see how I'm sitting, but I'll take a picture and show it. It's very funny. That'll be the cover for the album. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, bad religion. That is an example of that song of dudes figuring out their feelings and talking about them and it not being about poop, but surprisingly <laughs> not being but it's, but it's still ended with a Christmas album. What? Are you guys ever going to make a Christmas album? We're actually already writing. Yeah. Don't, I didn't really want to talk about that either. It's <laughs> supposed to be a John, surprise. John Grizzly and our Christmas album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're off topic. So. They're better They're at least. Off be. limits. Our, our Crimbus record. There better be a song yeah, coming down actually, the pipe called John Grizzly. <laughs> that's actually one of the wackiest things I thought was if Bad Religion is this band that they say they are in this hierarchy of like morality and like anti-capitalist, man, that's a fucking cash grab in a Christmas song where you see. Oh, for sure, yeah. Because like, yeah. Christmas songs are Christian, like in nature. Yes. Like, well, and also it's and just easy money. It is. Like, that's the, the only and, reason and they, they exist to record. make money. Yes. Yeah, that's the only reason to make a holiday record. Yes, Nowadays, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. I feel like. Even, like, in the Bing Crosby days, I'm glad sure, we have those songs, sure. but, like, we're good. Michael Buble. Yeah, no. it's fine. Yeah. Sure, but it's yeah. because everybody wants the Mariah Carey money. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Because the woman just makes an insane amount of money every Christmas is great. Every Christmas. Good on her. Like, respect to her for doing that. Yeah. But the problem is not everybody else gets to. She just hit it right. Yeah. Last round. Last yeah. round. So I really struggled with this one, um, but I'm going to say it, and I think... I think Mike's gonna get mad, and I don't know if you will because we've never talked about this band. But like, I don't think Jane's Addiction is good. I'm not gonna get mad at that. I agree. No? Okay, no, Great. they have. Well, I'll think, let you do your thing. I, I do think the Mountain Song is, is rad, though. Yeah, that is so, the one Jane's Addiction track. So I that record, nothing shocking. Sure. Brilliant fucking record. Oh, I disagree. I, I think it's a great record. Everything else, totally overblown. Don't give a fuck. Like 100. I think. Like yeah, I think Dave Navarro. Dave Navarro somehow made the Red Hot Chili Peppers worse, and that's. I don't blame him entirely for that, though. I no. think it was just the era they were in, you know? But I also think that, like, he was a bad fit. 
Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think they were just all old friends and sure. didn't think of through any further than that. Yeah, they wrote Aeroplane. I don't know. I I really liked the Nothing Shocking record. Mm-hmm. I, I really liked that whole record. Um, Ocean Size, I still sure. think is one of the best album openers like I've ever heard in my think, life. Sure. Um, I, I think Caught Stealing is one of the most irritating tracks I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, you couldn't get away from it. it and it's not even the best song sample, on that record by any stretch. It's like sample heavy corny. Um, you hear the dogs fucking bark. And I, yeah. It's just... There's yeah, better songs on that record. But, they, but again, that was... <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> That was an album that I thought I was concerned it was a fake dog. I don't know. It was, it was a sample dog. It's a real dog. Wow. It's an AI dog. Uh, tell him. We get sample topic. I love Jane's addiction. <laughs> I love them. I love them. I love I'm them. I'm so glad them. you were on these episodes. This yes. is so much fun. This is actually the first time you and I disagreed, which is really surprising. It took us a long time to get here. It did. Last song. Yeah. Huh. I feel very passionately about Jane's. Um, I love them. And... Uh, Perry Farrell is one of the best singers. Some people maybe don't like his tone or whatever, sure. but like the shit he is doing vocally sure. is very hard. Sure, and like he is nailing it, man. And he uses all these like cool pedals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen him live a few times. Yeah, and like I really pay attention to what he's doing because mm-hmm. like I am not good at electronics. I'm not good with pedals. I'm not a good guitar player. That's not true. Yeah, it's, uh, that's not true. I've seen you. I do a good guitar player. You're a really good guitar player. But, thank you. Okay. But, like, dial it back. Perry uh, <laughs> <laughs> Farrell, like, has the coolest vocal pedals. And, like, I can hear what he's doing and it makes sense to me. Whereas yeah. guitar pedals do not make sense to me. Okay. Like, it go loudy more. You know, sure. but like Perry's that about like, sums up guitar pedals. He's not, yeah. and it's not <laughs> cheesy either. Like you know how that shit can get like so overdone and so annoying, and yeah. like you know turns into a talk box at some point or something. Yeah, yeah for he's sure. so fucking tasteful with it. Mm-hmm. Dave Navarro, hottest dude he's ever. He's a good, he's good looking, and he's a shredder oh guitar God. player. He's he's a great guitar player. Yes, my thing with yes. James again is it's not that I hate it. I just. It was overblown to me. Like I just I, again, I, your time and place. Like, nah, again, your yeah, time and place. Yeah, yeah. California bands. Yeah, like you know they're special and different for people in my part of the country. <laughs> and like, um, so I could definitely see it being like this Venice Beach fuck. Like you know, Paris yeah. Paris. It was just one of those He's things a where weird guy. yeah, it was just like, like yeah, you just they were on every marquee and just like all of a sudden it's just. Like I said, you couldn't get away from it, and then, yeah. and especially when. Um, and Big Cot Stealing was on MTV every. 15 and when Big Cot Stealing dropped, all of a sudden, every fifteen minutes. I think that, I think it was like first or second year of college for me, and then all of a sudden, people I grew up with in Northern California are claiming to be friends with the band. I was like, right. okay, like, you know, it was, it was it was a lot of shit like that that had just turned me off to the whole thing. Like, Dave Navarro. Um. It's very jam. It's very jam bandy. It is very it is. jam bandy. It's very jam bandy. And I think that early on, like why I struggled with that versus like grunge was more concise and punk rock, and yes. Jane's addiction was more meandering. And I didn't. Yep. Wasn't my. It's not my thing. It's yeah. Not, it's not right. my wheelhouse. Yeah. There's. I just. I just fucking love them. And I mean, they're totally like when I. That's not true, but like part partially like when I would think like, oh, uh, listen to like kind of harder music. Right. Like, you know, I, I had, I grew up when I did, so I had that stuff, but I'd be like, I'm listening to Jane's Addiction. Yeah, it has its place. It, I'm absolutely not speaking ill of that band. I love like, them. Yeah, like, 
It definitely has its place. I saw them live too once, and I remember it didn't necessarily change my mind. Right. But I I respected it. I was impressed. They're great live. With the spectacle that they They that put they on produced. a show. Like yeah, a, they absolutely put on a fucking show. They put show. on a show. And I was like, I was like, you guys are very good at what you do. You are very good at what, what they do. It's not, not for me. Yeah. For you. I'm mad at you for a different reason, though. Are you, are you mad at me? Because you pet me. You fucking secret pepped me today. What do you mean by that? Okay. <laughs> I, what? I don't know what that means. I Like pet boys? Nope. Like the Red Hot Chili Peppers follow me around. and have They food. follow you? They're whatever, they're, whatever their essence is. Oh, I see is. what you say by secret pub. Okay. okay. They follow me yeah. around and yeah. um, have for like maybe the last two years. And they're like, you know, some of the girls know this. Timmy knows this for sure. But like, I can't go more than one day without being pepped. <laughs> really? For real. Like how? Like for example? Like, well, just like that. Like you just casually brought up the Red Hot Chili Peppers in a fucking conversation. Or I, like, hear a snippet of Danny California as yeah, I'm, like, walking down the street. Sure. Or the bartender that's waiting on me has a pep tattoo. Ew, really? Wild. Who has those? You guys, once I went two and a half weeks without getting pepped, and then the guy hands me my bill at a bar, and it was a fucking pepper tattoo. And God. I God. lost it. I, like, lost it. I was, like, I thought, you know, I'm looking around fucking corners and being real that's careful. Because Kitas is, Kitas is around. <laughs> He's spying on you. Is he? Does he, like, live in your trash? He lives in everybody's <laughs> trash. This is true. This is true. This is, so part of why a Chili Pepper song didn't make my list is because we're talking lyrics? about lyrics. No, and, sure. and the lyrics are just bunk as fuck. I will give that band that they are talented. I actually really respect Flea specifically. Oh, my God. But no. I, I, no. Respect, I respect him as a musician. He's an incredible musical talent. Is he? It's he the is. same bass part over and over. Yeah, because he found his cash cow. He knows, he knows what the people want. Again, you guys, with the capitalism. The best thing. I know, right? Like, Suicide Kia just loves money. That's what your new sticker should say. <laughs> the money we don't have. Seven dollars. <laughs> yeah, right? I think, I think we have seven dollars. <laughs> I think we have $49 in our PayPal, and I'm yeah. about to order some buttons. Every so time we, get, go down yeah, every time we get to nine dollars, you spend it. <laughs> yeah, right. You got to under ten. Yeah. To be fair, we don't get to ten dollars once. Yeah. But um, I, I say that because even with shit I hate, I... What drives me nuts is when people, like we were talking about this earlier with Metallica, people like, insane anger album. Have you listened to the record? No, but fuck them. Like, I'm trying very much to not be that guy. Sure. So even something I hate, I want to have a reason. I want to have explored it to the best I could. Well, that's And so, like I said, so like Chili Peppers actually have three or four songs that don't make me want to burn things down. That's... But they're but it's not the lyrics. No, that's the stuff I like in those songs. Well, you, you know, I like really definitely not the lyrics. The best thing that Flea and Anthony Kiedis ever did was that movie, The Chase. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> no, because Flea's in Back to the Future. Oh, that's he's needles. Right. He was also he's also in the <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, he's part of the the nihilists. The nihilists. Yeah, the nihilists. Guys, which is <laughs> a lot of actors or musicians. Those two dudes. Driving that fucking monster truck, and then I had Henry Rollins as a cop, which was brilliant. Yeah, and he just basically made fun of cops for two and a half straight hours. What I, what I, as, what as, I realize now says, that I have to do is jump on Amazon and order a bunch of Red Hot Chili Pepper stickers. And every time we see Cello, we just slip one into her purse. I actually like Cello. <laughs> I do too. That's why I also see like shreds of violence in your eyes. I know, and I and, I and I see the look on her face, so I can tell this will be really funny if I start doing it. So. The first time will be accepted. <laughs> the second time you might lose a digit. Yeah. 
well, it, it, I will know who it's from. So how? first of all, how is that it's a public? secret you just plan? Said it has been in public, it's been recorded. Yeah. So you know, all right, new plan. All right, Chella, what's your last? Time? <laughs> we don't have to talk about the Red Hot Chili Peppers anymore. I can't believe <laughs> that that happened to me. Today. <laughs> but I didn't, work, on the podcast, I, didn't very, no less. I didn't work very far from Jane's addiction, though. That's it's a similar circle. I yeah, just, it's very much so. I didn't compare them to Tool. I just didn't so I think. I just thought I was gonna get. I was gonna get out of today free, but no. nope. It's not your show. We talk about hardcore all the time. We don't talk about hardcore at all. It's funny. Except for Avery, Shirley Peppers, and John Grizzly. John Grizzly. Um, my last song is "They Might Be Giants." Mm-hmm. Birdhouse in your soul. Yeah, I love that song. It's a great song. Yeah, I love that song. I hate comedy music. Really. Like, I fucking hate comedy music. Oh, I do, too. I back that. Yeah. Weird Al is... Uh, Timmy and I don't really talk about... I love Weird Al. Timmy is um, my best friend and then also dates Mike. And, um... <laughs> you didn't laugh at that? Uh, <laughs> yeah. She and I... There are a couple of things that we don't talk about. Yeah. And one is how much I just cannot fucking stand Weird Al. And that's okay. And that's, like, one of her favorite artists of all time. Mm, she loves him. Yeah. She loves him. I love Weird Al. I always struggled with They Might Be Giants because I just, I, I forget what artist we were talking about, but it was similar to a comment you made earlier, Devin, where it's just like, it's just so fucking corny. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's just like, it just wasn't, I get that they were trying to be nerdy and cute and funny, but yeah. there was no subtlety and there was no like finesse to it. No. Well, it's the You know, like, thing. it's, I don't know. And, and again, maybe it's just not for me, but, it, but yeah, it's campy as fuck. It's the highlights like, magazine of rock and roll. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, can't be okay. So. <laughs> I I can't for camp. I love camp. Okay, but like I don't like it when it's like too winky and too nudge nudgy sure. and like right. Too, and that's they might be giants and like basically all comedy music to me is too too much. Like <laughs> I guess I never considered them a comedy. But they reminded me of something like. Again, another band that people told me I was supposed to love, but I didn't for the exact same reasons. Yeah. Which was uh, The Dead Milkman. Oh. Because to me, yeah. and, and The Violent Femmes, too. Like, I cannot get behind that fucking band. Uh-oh. I, I, know, I know, here we go. I'm I'm always in the minority on this one. But yeah, to but me, it always sounded just, I don't know, man. Like, there was, it was just cheesy and, and just no fun. But it was supposed to be fun. But like, wait a minute. I love The Dead Milkman, and I'm like halfsies on The Violent Femmes, yeah. whatever. But, like... I love the Dead Milkmen, and they're like comedy music. So, do do I like comedy music? I think you might. I don't. No, we're we're all always, learning things about ourselves today. There's always exceptions to the rule. Yeah, we're okay. all learning things about ourselves. Okay, just, just one. Exception. Just one. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. I'll take that. Yeah. But you're right. But I just think that like the Dead Milkmen are like like these kids. They they might be giants. Are like fucking Dexter's. They're like super dweebies. In mm-hmm. the and Dead Milkmen. Serial killers probably. Yes. <laughs> Have you seen that? Yes. Yes. I'm publicly oh, saying, wait, not right. allegedly. Right. They're serial killers. Uh, the dead milkmen are like those snotty punks. Like, they're yeah, definitely like, yeah. like, you know, I'm thinking in high school tropes now, but like, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, and I get that, and I understand why it's appealing to people, but I was just like, yeah, that's fine. I, I, yeah, uh, that's fine. I hear ya. Yeah. We're just in your soul, though. Like, that's just, like, a nice little song. I love that song. I love that song. Yeah, I think the thing that really ruined They Might Be Giants to me was, yeah, I heard it for the first time in high school, but as everyone coming at me with that song, uh, 
Istanbul, not Constantinople, oh, yeah. or whatever. Where literally that's like the only lyric in the whole goddamn song for like song three and a half minutes or something. That was the only song I knew about those dudes for a long time. Yeah, I was just like, ah. That was on 120 minutes a lot. It was. Yeah. That's where I heard it. And it's not that I don't like campy bands with funny lyrics. Like, like I fucking love Cake. I love Soul Coughing. And they have lyrics that are like clearly like there's definitely jokes built into it. Oh, cake is so winky. Like cake is too winky. And, and, and that's fine, but, but what I'm saying is, it's not that I don't like that music, yeah. but it, but yeah, specifically with they might be giants. I'm just like, man. I think the most unhinged I've been in the last ten years was I was working up <laughs> at Fort Collins, which is about an hour north of Denver, and um, cake was playing this fe- the music festival that was outside of our building, and they did a Black Sabbath cover, and I, I walked away. I was just like so. I can imagine I was that so fucking is odd. Yeah, they it do warbigs. Yeah, and it was yeah. it's not rad. It's bad. It was not good. It's not good. I went inside. I haven't heard it. I don't. Don't. If you, get, if you get a chance, I say don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really fucking bummed me out. It will just make you like not even mad so much as just like saddened. Yeah, I felt like the inside of my body was trying to like leave me. Yeah, <laughs> it was rough. Oh, you had to see that live. I'm so sorry. I didn't have to see. I could just hear it. Like, they were around the corner. Yeah, sometimes you just hear something that's more than you fucking know. That's enough. So my last song is... um, I don't know that I hate this band. Again, it's another band, like... That I just didn't give a shit about. Like, it was from the specific era, like, early 2000s, where you had all these bands, like... The Used and Panic at the Disco. And, you know, all these bands are, like... I was like... Or I think part for me is I was too old for it. it yeah. That was music for fucking 13-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of it was just like, you know, I was just too old for it already. But um, the one song by My Chemical Romance that I uh, still love to this day is that song, I'm Not Okay. I absolutely fucking love that song. How does it go? Uh, I can't sing for shit, but it's it's the one with... um. The uh, uh, um, there's no singing on this podcast whatsoever. Too, yeah, so. exactly. I, I, I need to pull up the lyrics, but it's the one where the uh, video is the movie trailer. It's like an extended movie trailer. Um, the guy who directed uh, Five Hundred Shades, Shades of Summer or Five Hundred Days of Summer. Okay. Directed it. Oh um, yeah, that guy. Um, but the yeah, it's like um, you would know the chord progression at the beginning. Yeah, I'll, I'll play it for you. But but I just I, I just thought it was a fun, really well executed song. The lyrics again, not genius. But good enough for what the song needed, you know, and it's just a really fun song. And same thing like the semi sonic choice earlier, like three beers deep, it's definitely going on the jukebox at the bar, like Actually, for I'm, sure. Like I'm not mad at that band. I'm not mad at that band at all. I just like I said, it just didn't it wasn't for yeah. me. It just it's wasn't for me. Either. But that song specifically sure. awesome. It gets me every time. There were earworms. Do you guys think that I... <laughs> Okay, it's hilarious. That when those bands came out, we were too old for them. Yeah. We were like 22. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah. So that's funny. Actually, that's... you guys had to be older than that because my chemical romance got big after I graduated college. Maybe like 26, yeah. maybe. Yeah, but even so you, but to your point, even like I was too old for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my boyfriend, not to brag, <laughs> is much younger than me. Right. So like he He's also up, a sick guitar player. He is. He is wonderful. Um, he, like, that's his era. And he calls yeah. them my Cameron. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, like my Enron? My Cameron. <laughs> and, like, so, like, that whole shit's happened when he was, like. Yeah. So, uh, everybody seems, so those bands suck. Let's, I'm sorry, Fallout Boy fans. 
I'm so I, I Panic at the Disco makes me want to kill I myself. I fucking hate Panic at the Disco. I don't like, understand how that band became an arena band. No. Yeah, I, there's a couple of those bands that I well, no, I don't even want to say hold space for because it's always like one or two songs. Like Taking Back Sunday has specifically three songs okay. that I think are brilliant. But I never it. understood why they got as big as they did, other than just being part of, of that. that bubble. Yes, you know, yeah. like for sure. Like you know, the Killers, I'll lump them in there too. But like, mm, yeah. Did, people seem to give My Chemical Romance the pass, though. For some reason, sure. they managed to, like, not be, like, totally made fun of. Mm-hmm. Like, people right. will be like, I mean, it's not for me. You both just said it's not for me at almost sure. the same time. So, yeah, so, go for it. I think what what that band did well was jump off before they got real bad. Yeah. I think you're right. I don't think they alienated their audience and they took a break and then they came back. And that audience had just grown over the last yeah. 15 years. They're so, huge. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing a comeback thing too. Like, yeah. they're, they're they're just, they just did a tour and just, they played fucking basketball arenas. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're huge. So, so I think I, what I always respected about that band, even if, though I didn't dive, you know, I wasn't all in on the music, they did two things really well. One, they did what, and a lot of bands have done this, but I always, my go to for the example is always the Deftones, where the Deftones started as a new metal band and then very quickly worked hard to differentiate themselves. Mm-hmm either in or from that scene. And even though people still group them with all those bands they came up with, they became a way different animal artistically very quickly. Yeah. And I think My Chemical Romance did that in that bubble with their peers. And also, I love that they did swing for the fences. Like the whole, like, My Black Parade thing with, like, the uniforms and all that. Even though it didn't land for me personally, I respect the fuck out of it that they tried. Like, I I was like, yeah, good for you, dudes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Third album, a double album. Sure. Sure. Why not? Why not? Why not? Well, I think we talked about this on previous episodes, but it feels like even when a band... Is lumped in with something that's not necessarily them. It's better to be part of a team than trying to fly solo in these worlds. And yeah. at least you're getting lumped into something, and folks are checking you out. And you may not be exactly different. So hopefully, it's enough. I mean, Deftones, even their first record was barely new metal, but it was new metal enough yeah. that they got lumped in. Yeah, and then they jumped ship real quick and never really left that. But probably wasn't the worst thing for them. You know, no, it was and, great. And, and, and no, but there will be people that are like that first Deftones record. That's the only <coughs> record that I. Recognize. There are still people like that at the only me. record that they recognize. Well, and I think they just outlasted it at all. Really, it was like they changed enough, and then when new metal died, yeah, it all became cool chamber and like third tier bullshit. Cool um, chamber yeah, that like they were already doing their whole other world. Cool chamber, Static X, all that shit. Yeah, that. I just think that yeah. I mean, there was a <laughs> that. I mean, the, the window where like new metal was popping was like less than five years. Thank God. So. I thought about Wade Static the other day for no reason. He yeah. just popped into my head. You got pet. Why? You got static. I got static. I got zapped. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and then he looks like the Slim Jim dude. I don't know what I, I don't know what I was thinking, but I was just like doing something dumb that I was just like, huh, wait, static. Wow. So and then that, it went away. Yeah, right. Uh, so I like that you said doing something dumb. That tracks. Yeah. That summons yeah. that energy. That just, definitely summoned that into existence. But to your joke, like honestly, I didn't know for a minute that Wayne Static wasn't the Slim Jim guy. Like I honestly thought it was like tied to Slim Jim somehow. That was like one of the initial things. I was like, I really didn't think it was any different. Like I was like, I thought it was like some weird marketing campaign the first time I saw like a video. I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right, I guess that's a thing that's happening in music now. And then I just wow. never revisited. Well, because I wasn't hanging out with anyone who liked that band. I didn't sure. know anything about it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, 
you know, and I immediately wrote it off when I heard the music. So I was just like, yeah, whatever. I guess. I was mad. I guess thing, snack yeah. brands have bands now. I guess. Well, right, <laughs> right now you're hanging out with somebody who liked that band. Yeah. No. But you also haven't said that he Wait, wasn't you do? the guy. You, I know. Uh, I can't confirm or deny. I don't know. See, <laughs> see, see. I never met the man. <laughs> no, it's because it's kind of like. Uh, you do. I like that. I did. That, I like that first record when it came out. Okay. Because the thing I guess for me was I I could not tell you the last time I listened to it. Okay. But I liked I was super big into like Ministry and Fear you. Factory like early stuff and like just like industrial metal. Okay. And they like just walked that line enough where they were still they were very much a new metal band but there was enough of it that I could still hold on to it. Right. I jumped off not much after. Um, Did the singer for Cold Chamber isn't he the singer for Devil Driver yeah. too? Yeah. Which I, I like Devil Driver. Do you Driver. actually like them less than Cold Chamber? I don't like Cold Chamber at all. I hate Cold Chamber. <laughs> but the first two Devil Driver records, like, totally hold space. But I think that's a, a time and place thing, again, just because I think what, more than anything, I was just so blown away by the fact that I liked it, considering how much I hated Cold Chamber. So, yeah. like, so, I'm, so it's like one of those things where it's like being young and mistaking really liking someone for being in love with them. Yes. You know, it's not quite the same, but... You don't always know that yet. You were just appreciating that he wasn't doing the same thing again. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. Right. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. I have never been tempted to venture beyond Cold Chambers. You don't need to. Yeah. I say this having just said that I like Devil Driver. It's fine. You're not going to miss anything. Oh, like I'm not going to miss anything? Yeah, it's not like I'm not... There's not. I'm missing this. There's not. I had to get my Aerosmith thing in. Uh, it's not a good note to end on. Probably. Chella, thank you again for joining us for two Yeah, episodes. thank you, Chella. Thank you for yeah, having me. Yeah. It's a pleasure. And thank you guys for listening. Um, we'll see you all soon. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs>